Welcome to Overflow, the podcast exploring what is and is not inherently visible about those who build with Webflow. I'm Matthew Munger from the Webflow community team, and in each episode, we highlight the unique perspectives, passions, and experiences that fuel the creative mind of our guest. From Los Angeles in the United States, we're joined by Head of Development at Unfinished Studio, James Abrat. James has a personality as fun and unique as his portfolio site, and loves building an agency focused on tackling technical challenges for enterprise clients. In this episode, we'll discuss his dream of working with friends and family, how engaging in the community is the ultimate resource and growth hack, and remembering to look at the big picture during the difficult times. Featuring James Abrat, this is Overflow. Hey, James, thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Why don't we start off by having you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about who you are. My name is James Abrat. I like to call myself a web entrepreneur, and I am just a guy wanting to make epic, cool things and just finding my journey in life. I'm the head of development at Unfinished and also a freelance uh, web developer. Love Webflow. been using Webflow for a couple of years now. I'm considered to be a Webflow expert, not just self-proclaimed. I think it's officially, so <laughs> I'm pretty proud of that. It's proclaimed by someone else. Where are you located? I'm located in Los Angeles, California. For those familiar with the area, I'm actually located in Harbor City, California. I think I have the best of all worlds because if you go up the hill, you're going to see Rancho Palos Verdes and it's super nice. There's literally horses crossing and it's just like this town that's just filled with, if I'm being blunt with you, rich people. Super nice. It's a cliff. And then it's beautiful. And then you go down where I live and it's not a big deal for me to hear shootings. Like, it's just like, oh, what is that? Fireworks or shootings? I don't really know. So I think I get the best of both worlds. I like to mess around with it. I grew up in Compton. So I kind of live in a rough neighborhood. If you guys don't know what Compton is, there's this movie called Straight Outta Compton. And you could watch all about the wonderful things there in Compton. I was I was the Asian kid that they're not, they know I'm not in a gang like they know I'm not <laughs> just this quite good kid with glasses they're just like oh yeah don't hurt him he's not gonna do anything to you I was that kid. <laughs> Are there any other places things you like to do around the city? Yeah, I mean with LA, there's so many things you can do everywhere. I like to spend my time in Orange County. So I just enjoy going there and just, I mean, I'm not sure, but I feel like I'm starting to get old enough for me to just say that I truly just enjoy sitting in the sunset and reading a book. And I never <laughs> thought I would get to that. <laughs> I just, it's fun. It's just like, this is great. Yeah. There's nothing going on. I like that. What about food? you have any favorite food places to hit up? You know, one thing my friend always used to tell me is, um, Always trust a fat man where to eat. So if you ever know where to eat, you always got to ask me. I'm like a connoisseur of food, if I'm being completely honest with you. Mm. Like I could tell you where the best of this is or that is. If I'm being honest, I love a good steak. I love steak. I love to cook steak. I like to explore eating steak and beef. I love Japanese barbecue. Really into Japanese barbecue right now. Mm. Japanese barbecue is amazing. If you like Korean barbecue, which is also amazing in itself, and I think it's a little different, but you need to try Japanese barbecue. Korean barbecue is more savory. 
far as the meats, they have some sweet meats, but it, I feel like overall it's more savory. And of course, it's more like acidic, whereas Japanese, it's more like it has like a sweet meat to it. And then the meat quality, the quality of meat is always going to be like up there. I don't know, man. It's just it's just really good. They're both really good. But as of recently, I'm on a weight loss journey. So that's why I stopped. So recently, I actually lost about 80 pounds over the past wow. since January. So I've been eating clean. So I know where the good food places are still, but I haven't been eating there over the past six months. What does your workspace look like? My workspace right now is a home office and I have a corner desk that adjusts and it's actually overlooking a window, which I'm very lucky that even though I live in the ghettos, I have this apartment that's overlooking a golf course. It's really nice. I get a lot of sunshine. If you're looking from the computer, because I have meetings with clients, it's kind of bland back here. But then what I see is like, I'm a big basketball fan and I'm a huge Kobe fan and a Laker fan. But there's a lot of Kobe stuff going on here and just kind of whatever I'm interested in. Like there's mm. shoes. I'm a big time sneakerhead. I have a Halo figurine and a White Ranger figurine right here. Mighty Morphin. But <laughs> the clients don't see that part, you know, that's just for me, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, what if your clients in Boston, you know, I mean. Oh, exactly. Respectfully, if they are in Boston and they're Celtics fans, I would just tell them, I I'm sorry, I can't work with you. I just, it just, it just won't work. <laughs> it's not going to work I'm out. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Magic Johnson, Kobe Bryant, you know what I'm saying? I can't, I can't. <laughs> Do you listen to anything while you work? I like to listen to whatever music I'm into at the moment, and it's super random. Sometimes it's lo-fi. Sometimes it's K-pop. Sometimes it's just like what I like to call simp music. Simp music is just a bunch of songs that are um, just dedicated to loving your wife or your girl. And then, of course, as far, as far as podcasts go, I like to listen to a couple of podcasts. You know, I want it to be funny. I listen to Conan O'Brien's podcast, Conan Makes Friends. And then also I like to listen to Huberman podcast. That one is for me to learn and to grow. And then also I listen to Emily Giordano's Great Design Lead podcast. I like to listen to her. And I like to listen, as of recently, I've been listening to this podcast, the Overflow podcast. <laughs> and then also, I don't know if this sounds vain, but I've been listening to some of my old podcasts. I like to wow. learn and look back to hmm. those interviews and what I learned from them. Do you have any other kind of hobbies or interests? I'm a big basketball fan. I feel like sneakers, collecting sneakers kind of revolves around basketball. Currently, my favorite shoe that I have here is a Union collab with uh, Nike, uh, Nike Dunk Union. So I have that kind of displayed. I still haven't worn the shoe because it has like this icy, what I like to call icy sole bottom. So it gets dirty easily. So I'm waiting to buy those sole guards. They have these things where you mm. put underneath that guards the sole of it so that when you walk, you could just peel it off and then it's clean still. I have these shoes, what I like to call grails. In the sneaker community, that's what we call them, grails. So I'm working to hopefully get those 10 grails. The thing is, those 10 grails are super expensive. So I'm just working to get those eventually. <laughs> For now, my mindset is I'm going to retire after I get those grails. 
So I'm big into that. I'm huge into basketball. I'm huge into coaching basketball, just the culture of basketball. But then other than that, I'm really into the Marvel uh, movies, <laughs> like the MCU. I don't know if there's anything amazing about that, but I'm really into that. My friends and I, I've, I have a group of friends that thankfully we're all in tech, but we've known each other since 1996 and we all have the same hobbies and that is basketball sneakers and the MCU. And another thing I'm really into. No, I think that's it, really. <laughs> coffee. I love coffee. Oh, okay. Like actually studying to have better coffee. I have a drip. I have an espresso machine. I, I have, you know, French press, all different ways to make coffee, except a siphon. Really into that and like figuring out what beans and all that stuff. I would love to start a coffee shop one day, if I'm being honest. What is something that would surprise people to learn about you? If I'm being honest, I'm not sure if there is any because I'm kind of an open book. I talk a lot about just what I'm into. Like I said, I had a podcast, so I was pretty transparent on that one. I almost got a role as the voice of the security guard for the upcoming Night at the Museum series. I auditioned for it and got pretty far. Mm. And uh, I almost got the role for the voice of the security guard at the Night at the Museum animated series. Wow. And another fun fact is my mom was this close. She was like top three on getting the Filipina grandma at Spider-Man No Way Home. I don't know if that's a fun fact about me or about my mom, but this close. We already signed. I don't know if I'm allowed to. Sorry, uh -oh. Marvel or Disney. Don't chase me. But we signed like an NDA that she was ready to go to Georgia because that's where they were filming it. And we were so ready for her to get this, but she ultimately didn't get it. And man, I was oh. so ready to be best friends with Tom Holland and Zendaya. And, you know, honestly, I was I had this wild fantasy that she got the role and I would be on set as her acting coach. And they'll be like, hey. You kind of look like Ned's brother. Do you <laughs> feel like you could be Ned's brother? You want to be Ned's brother? I was like, absolutely. And then I'm now part of the MCU. And I'll, I'll throw ideas. But like, do you guys need an Asian Hulk? Because I can be that. Because in the comics, Hulk actually becomes like an There's this Asian kid that becomes Hulk. So I'm like, what if that's me? But then that went out the window when my mom didn't get the role. So that made me kind of sad. What is your role and how do you describe what you do? I'm the head of development at an agency that me, my brother, and my friend started. Quality people. As you know, my brother, R.R. Abrat, he worked at Webflow for a bit. Currently, the I believe, head designer at uh, Tidely. And then my friend, Mike Pichardo, he's a lead designer at NVIDIA. So we started this company. And my role right now as head of development is to just make your dream a reality. It's amazing because I know there's a lot of great Webflow agencies and studios. Our goal is to kind of try to find a way to stand out, not just in design, but in development. So we're trying to find ways to implement projects that implement certain things that have never been implemented in Webflow. Uh, mm -hmm. Like recently, we did a project for Bizworth and we asked Google if it was possible to integrate a firm with Webflow. And it said no. But I know Webflow. Webflow is pretty open. And if it could work with HTML, it could work with Webflow. So that was kind of our theory with it. We were able to make it happen to integrate a firm with Webflow and 
and just do all these types of things with Webflow. What makes it fun for me as the head of development is to try to find ways to just stretch the limit of Webflow. And it's cool because, you know, we're learning as we go is that there's really Webflow kind of has almost has no limit. You know, it's kind of like if you keep stretching it, you realize that like this could go really far. You know, mm -hmm. the limits that we think we have in Webflow, yeah, it's actually exceeds a lot of those. So it's been fun doing that. I actually enjoy it. You know, um, I feel like I'm the type of guy that I like to have my own hours and to dictate my set hours because I suffer from insomnia. So I have a hard time falling asleep at night. And that was really difficult for me before because I would have to wake up at a certain time or anything like that. But I would just stay up. You know, I just can't sleep. So it works out for me. And it's been cool because I've it's always been a dream of mine to work with friends, be with friends. And that's always been a dream of mine. One of the people under me is uh, my nephew. And he's a very, very talented developer. Amazing. I mean, he's a very talented JavaScript developer. And it's kind of a, mm. kind of a dream come true, if I'm being honest. I mean, of course, as everything, it has its struggles, but it's at the end of the day, you always have to look at it at a large viewpoint and realize that it's great. If you just focus on the struggles at the moment and the struggles of what you're going through, then of course mm -hmm. you're going to get discouraged. But if you look at the overall picture, you're going to be like, you know what? This is awesome. What excites you, motivates you, keeps you going every day? For me, the fact that I get to work with my friends, the fact that I get to work with my nephew, the fact that I get to work with my brother, those excite me. You know, as far as my nephew goes, the fact that I could provide and actually, he earned this. Trust me, this kid is talented. <laughs> but... The fact that, you know, under our agency, he's able to get paid, that excites me and that motivates me to keep going. But also on the creative side, what excites me and motivates me and keeps me going is just being to be able to create something cool, to be able to say that like, hey, that thing, we created that. It's pretty cool. It's a good feeling to be able to say that like, hey, we were a part of that. What do you think is a resource that more people should know about? Think what sets Webflow apart is not really just about the resource that you see online by just searching. What I truly encourage is to get people involved in the community because that's where I think the true resources lie. The true resources lie is, yeah, there's the courses, there's the Fin Suite, there's the Ron Segal, and those are amazing. I'm not belittling them at all whatsoever. But what I loved about the Webflow community is there's almost like this family. And when you get into it and get connected through Twitter or LinkedIn and you get close to these people in Webflow, I feel like that's where the resources come in. For example, I think one day, and it's not even just Webflow related, even just life related. Uh, one thing I'm very thankful for is Mason from Edgar Allen. Uh, one day I put out a tweet, something that I'm, I'm seeking to get into running and getting into losing weight and getting active because mm -hmm. I reached a peak in my weight that I never thought I would reach. And he reached out to me and he actually helped me get started on my weight loss journey and just such a good human being. But also with him, you know, I also have that connection to learn from him and learning as far as to grow as an agency. You know, there's people like Hal Zeitlein. You just learn from them. Really, the beautiful part about Webflow is sometimes if you have a question, you know, usually our go-to is to just ask Google or search it on our own in YouTube, which there's mm -hmm. nothing wrong about that. But the cool part about having a Webflow community is to you could even just go to Twitter and just ask it. And no one's going to judge you. No one's going to make fun of you. Be like, what a dumb question. No one's going to say that. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're connected, they're going to help you. And sometimes you'll get a DM be like, hey, let me walk you through on how you could achieve what you're searching for or what you're trying to do. 
And I think it's awesome. So I think that's a resource that more people should know about. Be active in the Webflow community. Who in the Webflow community inspires you? As far as who inspires me, I've already mentioned a few. Mason, and then there's mm -hmm. also Hal. I don't know even know if I'm allowed to say this, Hal, but I remember we met up for ramen and Hal was just soaking everything up like a sponge, was just asking people like, you know, uh, my brother and asking Diego, who was doing really well in the Whitfield community, just how to grow his agency. And I remember talking to him and just he kind of poured out his, he was a little discouraged. He was just like, man, I wish I could be like these guys, but I'm just, man, we just got to keep going, you know, just keep at it. And looking now, I mean, you know, his agency is an enterprise agency and he just kept at it. And for me, that's an inspiration. So Hal, my friend, you are an inspiration. You still owe me a bagel if you listen to this. There's also Diego. And a uh, big one is my brother. Uh, my brother is an inspiration to me. And also my friend, Mike Pichardo. I think those two, I know they're, they're my friends, but I truly believe they're inspiration to me just because for me, seeing them hands-on and, and seeing their success in many ways, including their families, that's something I want to live by. And then mm -hmm. also just people in the Webflow community like Nelson, He's a great guy, Mr. Pixel Geek himself. Just seeing him, getting to talk to him. We've had a couple Webflow meetups uh, with him, and it was inspiring just to meet him and talk to him. And then also Mason, great guy, uh, really awesome guy. And Emily Giordano is also an inspiration to me, good friends of mine. And also, here, here's one, Corey Runnels was an inspiration to me. Mr. Flowman himself, he <laughs> actually inspired me. So he had a comic book inspired resume or portfolio site. Yeah. So that inspired me to create my Netflix inspired portfolio site. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a lot of people, if I'm being honest with you, I really encourage the community to push, to be a part of it for anyone to get into Webflow that you're not just getting into the product, but you're getting into this, almost like this family and this community. And yeah. uh, there's so many people that I may not have even mentioned that inspire me in the Webflow community. Somebody asked me recently, like, hey, how can I get into Webflow and being successful? I said, bro, get into the community, like get connected with people, because if I'm being honest with you, it's kind of confusing because they're technically in a business standpoint. They're kind of your competition, but we're all just like helping each other out. It's the coolest, weirdest thing, but in a cool way. <laughs> <laughs> but there are plenty of websites to go around. I mean, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> The number of websites needed in the world every year is only going to increase. I don't see that going down. For sure. Soon. So there's for sure. What is some advice that you want to share with others? Kind of like what I said a while ago is you're going to go through some rough patches in your life, whether you're a freelancer, whether you're looking for a job, whether you're in a job, take a step back and look at it. The overall picture or when you're running an agency, you'll have a bad month, but look at the big picture. And I think that'll encourage you to keep going because it happens. You know, you run an agency, you're going to have a bad month. It happens. You work in a job, you're going to have a bad month. It happens. I encourage you to take a step back, look at the overall picture, and don't let those moments define who you are. If anything, just learn from it and get better from it and grow from it. Sometimes you've been given these difficult moments as an opportunity and as a teaching moment to grow and to be better. Because sometimes when we get too discouraged about the situation we're in, we tend to make moves that we shouldn't make. 
because we're just so hasty. Yeah. So be careful with that. Look at the overall picture. And the reason why I think I'm saying that is because, you know, I've worked and spoken to many agencies and freelancers that sometimes are going through a rough patch. It's difficult. Yeah. But continue to have a positive mindset and just look at the big picture. All right, James, how can others in the community reach out and connect with you? Yeah, you could reach out to me at Twitter at James underscore Abrot 1030. You could follow me on Instagram at James Abrot, A-B-R-O-T. You could follow me on YouTube, actually, James space Abrot, A-B-R-O-T. You'll see my previous podcast and trying to bring a couple back again. And you could follow me on LinkedIn, James Abrot. I think that's my LinkedIn. <laughs> that is your name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My, my name. Just Google James Abrot and you'll find me there. And then, you know, you could uh, follow me on MySpace. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> this was an Overflow episode with James Abrot, produced by the Webflow community team with music by Joseph McDade. To learn more about the Webflow community, please visit webflow.com slash community. I've been your host, Matthew Munger. Thanks for listening.